What's been going on with the streaming? How's that? It's sweet, man. We do. Um, that's more, more just like a fun kind of um, uh, thing. But I bought this thing. It's called an Elgato uh, capture card. Mm-hmm. And it basically, you can connect any like HDMI video source um, into it. And then through USB, it allows you to stream like through your computer or whatever. And so then I can upload it to Twitch or YouTube or another hosting site. And it allows me to like up to 1080p, 60 frames broadcast. And it has like this whole interface where you can control, you know, the notifications, monitor how many viewers you have, like all this different shit. And it's fucking, it's really, really cool. And it was Yeah, only- I mean, that, if there's any time to start something like that is now you know yeah i mean people are dying for more content there's not much new coming out and it's not no. a bad idea really it's cool so I, I i went into one when you posted the link i went in and i got to see the screen that you were looking at you know i didn't get to see you because it was before you set up the camera yeah yeah so, so that's like to go in and watch it watch it with the camera. We're, we're figuring out how to do like webcam stuff and so I'm in the process of like through uh, Illustrator designing like the um, kind of widgets and everything that you can have so people can see like all this information on the screen. And then through Twitch, it's cool because there's all these different like uh, viewer <clears throat> bonuses that you can get mm-hmm. for people. So like when they say they subscribe to you, it'll like do these crazy animations and, and then it'll be like, congratulations, you know, stuff like that. Like it's, it's really interesting because it's a lot of it is about like an immediate viewer user experience, mm-hmm. but you are putting in all the work like before. Yeah. So, Cause then after you put in all the work, you're kind of just doing what you're doing. You're just playing the game. Well, and that's like, like what Natasha and I did yesterday. Um, we just were like, let's just talk about movies. Like this is, a, and it's it, that game Animal Crossing is perfect. Cause it's not like I'm playing Call of Duty. Honest, I honestly, I don't know what that is. Can you animal, crossing? animal crossing is yes I have yeah idea. it's so it's basically like uh <laughs> you're a character who moves to an island and okay. this guy who runs the island is like hey i need you to help like i'll give you a loan you build your house and all these people will move here and let's get it set up and then you literally just <laughs> like build a house and like so orange like and- the the Sims almost? Yeah, yeah. it's it's okay. pretty similar. It's like a Nintendo version of The Sims, basically. And it's like real okay. goofy. And then you can play multiplayer. And like, so Natasha will have like all of her, like Marissa and Jordan Baker and all them like come visit each other's islands. And I didn't realize that that many people were playing this Oh, game. dude, everyone's playing it. Like it was one of those things wow. too where I kept seeing people post about it. And I was like, I'm gonna go, f- I'm fucking buying this game. Fuck it. Okay. And it's we've 100 percent got our money's worth out of it just because like people are having is so it much that fun good it. is it that good of a game i don't know how to it's like it's such a vibe game like okay. if you're just stoned and you just want to like listen to relaxing music while you hear like waves crashing and you're like i'm gonna make myself a sweater and design my like a hammock for my house and uh <laughs> like random dude like villagers will come up to you and like tell you gossip about the other villagers or you know, different shit. It's like so hard to describe, but it's just one of those games where like you don't have to think that hard. It's like yeah. if you want to vibe out and like say like there are people who literally will recreate like Paris in their games. Wow. Or, like 
it's the the amount of like intent intensity on it is is insane it seems like i mean it's definitely been coming up a lot on like certain yeah. social media platforms if I, I see a lot of people posting about it and then especially you with you know starting this new streaming yeah we i mean that's just like more you know like an excuse for natasha and i to hang out and and you know do something yeah together. why not yeah. i get to like practice the this because it's funny like i'll stream you know when i play call of duty and it'll be like cool you had three people watch and then like anytime like <laughs> natasha does uh animal crossing would be like you have 20 people you know or like something and i'm like well, Damn. It's, yeah, it's so weird with online uh like viewing people it's almost like voyeurism oh it's yeah kind of weird like it's, it's a weird thing to watch you know and like, like it's I funny because it gets addicting i'll see like in the chat you know like all of a sudden luke will be like catch that fish you know and <laughs> like different different shit like that it's it's fucking cool it's it's like a different type of new experience it's it's pretty like interesting to learn from because i feel like we have an advantage you know kind of being video guys and like you're used to it so it's like i'm just learning how to do all this so i'm gonna figure out how to make it better you know what i mean right yeah like plus if you're doing it yourself and you're putting your face on it you're gonna want it to sound as good and look as good as possible yeah like i bought this mic um this blue yeti mic and it's fucking sweet because it can switch between four mic modes like i can do uh cardioid super cardioid omnidirectional um and stereo nice. and it's it was like it's a usb mic so i can plug into usb uh and it was 110 dollars. so like, yeah that's not bad yeah it was it sounds really good right now yeah it's i really like it um <clears throat> and it was definitely worth the money but Dude, what I have mean, you been watching lately um we actually okay so we, it's funny that you say that because we we did an entire list um are you okay that we're recording because we can just roll in and just you know just do kind of do the show from here um no, i'm down yeah you're down yeah. okay all right well this is our <laughs> this is our what did we say it was definitely i just i just kept like i just threw you a fucking curveball because we were just talking pretty in depth about this all right, uh, I have a, you got, and then uh, a little bit of Animal Crossing, and then yeah, Animal Crossing. Watching, people, I'm dying to know. Just people are going. Um, so, uh, the we we watched last night. We watched The Invitation again. Have you seen that movie? I think so. Yes, it's on Netflix. Um, it's really uh, it's a good like thriller movie that doesn't kind of pick up until the the very very end, um, and then shit just goes nuts. Uh, okay. I have to put down the list if I haven't seen it. You would like, I think you would really like it. It's a, it's a good thriller movie about like this guy who kind of like he's off, but everyone around, he's like convinced that everyone else around him is being weird. And they're like, no, you're being weird. And then it, I don't want to ruin it, but <laughs> okay. it's, it's one of those. Um, we watched, uh, uh, upgrade. Have you seen that movie? Upgrade, it's actually no. the same guy. Um, I seen upgrade. It's a sci-fi movie uh, and basically like a guy gets paralyzed and uh, <clears throat> they like one guy, a, a rich inventor and basically says, Hey, if you know, if you agree to it, I'll put a uh, chip in your like spine that allows yeah. you know you to gain muscle control again and like move your body. And it, the way it's shot, is like they you can tell they started the like the stabilization trend you know 
of the like the motion tracking, you know, where it's like they just track one object and then you, like, you know, those rigs where it's like the camera, uh, like falls with the subject. Yeah. This stuff like that. Like they're, they do a really good job of making you feel like his body is being controlled like a computer okay. instead of, you know, kind of a generic action style camera movement. And it, it's really effective. Nice. That was really good. What, what have you been watching? Um, well, I've watched every everything that everyone else has watched, you know, like the Joe Tiger Exotic King, and all that, yeah. Lion, the Tiger King, but it's probably yeah. too late to really dive into <laughs> that. <laughs> but I've watched that. and But like more notably, uh, like I've watched 1917 again. Oh, I still haven't seen that. So good. Yeah. I just rented it because my girlfriend hasn't seen it. Yeah. We just watched it together. It was like yeah. seven bucks and it's totally worth it. That's beautiful. And I also watched some old action movies like Demolition Man. Oh, Demolition Man, yeah. Yeah, like just some yeah. good movies like that. I mean, just I'm all over the place right now. If I see something that catches my eye, I play it. You know, yeah. I have so much time. So uh, yeah, what what else? <laughs> this is the yeah. That's it's funny you say that too because we Natasha had never seen Ozark and oh, that's great. Um, so and I already watched the first season, so she basically just like powered through, and I kind of like rewatched it again with her, and I was like, oh man, I, this show is pretty pretty fucking good too yeah the first like episode a, of the first season it's, it's so good. no the first episode you're you're immediately it you're like yeah. oh this guy's knows someone else is his wife is cheating on him <laughs> he has a video of it and then immediately Great. just like the cartel you know puts everyone in a body bag and fucking, the way he talks himself out of it of, out of oh yeah like, i wow. love that yeah no he's jason bateman's great and he directs it too the great director, great yeah. writer, great actor. He all really is. He's aged very well too. He's a motherfucker. He's like Yeah, he's very right. versatile too. Like he can kill the comedy world and then he can go into this thriller. I know, yeah. No problem at all. He was in another movie we watched too, um, called The Gift. Have you seen that? Gift. It's it's Joel Edgerton who was I know I've seen that movie. I just <clears> can't he, put names to it. Joel Edgerton, the guy who was uh, Tom Buchanan and the new Great Gatsby. And, uh, uh, he was in like warrior and stuff like that. He, that's like another like weird thriller movie. I, we've been watching a lot of thriller kind of style movies lately. Is that the one where they come to the house and he actually brings like a box? Mm -hmm. The guy brings a box for the guy Yes, and then he has it. And I, I, I'm very blurry. I think I saw that when it first came out. Yeah. Yep. No, it was that box. Like what's. Uh, well, he's, he keeps like just showing up. It's basically like one of those where you don't really know who's honest throughout the entire movie. Like everyone's kind of a dick mm-hmm. and kind of deserving of the things that are happening to them. So that was really good. Um, have you, so in, let's transition a little bit just in this. Have you like, so we're both obviously camera people. Yeah. Like what have you been doing? I've just been honestly writing a lot, uh, a lot of scripts. I've been shooting as much as possible just around my apartment building. So like film photography yourself to try to do something or, well, I told you, uh, when we were on the way back from Chicago last month that I was going to do a coffee table book Mm. of my apartment building. So I've had, cause it's such an old, beautiful apartment building and it's in an era where they just stopped building these type of apartments. Right. Right. And right before the depression. So, I mean, I, a lot of these are burnt down and completely torn up. So I thought it'd be a great time now, especially yeah. to go out with this new camera I got and just shoot these film, medium format film 
and just see what I can get. Like I can't develop them right now because I don't have any of the chemicals here and all the places yeah. are closed. So right. I just have a bunch of film that's <laughs> just in my, around. in my fridge. Yeah. So um, that's kind of my main thing. I've been looking online for jobs coming, you know, after July, well, starting to try to find stuff like that. But who knows, you know? That's the thing is like, so like to anyone listening, like you and I were just together in basically outside Chicago doing a shoot for Rivian. And yeah. we watched, we were there basically the hotel that night when the NBA canceled, yeah. uh, hockey canceled and all this stuff. And we were like, oh my God, like, what the fuck yeah. are we going to do? <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, you know, we're talking to all our freelance buddies and they're like, yeah, my next three months of gigs just got canceled. You know, every, like, so we watched it all together, just kind of like yeah. unfold. And we were like, yeah, nope, everything's changing. It's going to be completely different. And well, it was weird to see because we were working in a factory pretty right. much we're, with yeah. so many people and there wasn't really that big of a buzz about it within the building. You know, like I remember walking in one day, we had to tell the security that we weren't out of the country. We had to look right, at that yeah. piece of paper. We had to like put, mm-hmm. you know, take normal precautions, but yeah. it didn't really yeah. hit the fan until we got back to Detroit and no. then everything just shut down. Yeah. It was immediately like right after that, I was like, I have to send this invoice like right away. <laughs> oh, I like, know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Usually, you know, it, you can rely on being freelance. You have money coming in from all over the place. Right. So, you know, hopefully you sparse it out evenly, you know, but when that hit, I was like, okay, I'm sending all my invoices right now. Yeah. I had one guy that was like two months late on paying me. I did a shoot at a like little dispensary up North and I showed up there and I'm like, dude, I need to get that check right now. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. You're going to shake him down. <laughs> so I just took it, went back to my house and now I'm just here. I'm waiting for the government to send me a little something and have, so, so this is like another thing that have like, have, have you, I mean, freelancers go through one thing, but w- w- what is your unemployment experience been like? Cause a, a, as a Fox worker, we've had a nightmare of it, but I want to yeah. hear like what your side of it is. I haven't heard a good experience yet, really. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, mine is pretty much waiting for money and I know that I'm going to get the incentive, some of that for sure. And okay. then the unemployment. I've been approved online for like three weeks or something, but I haven't gotten anything. Yeah. So I don't know if it's, it says approved online. So I figure eventually. So you, so you did get approved. Okay. I don't know. Like, no, like it, it is approved, but they haven't sent me. Anything. Right. Yeah. Well, so I don't, what's up with that? It's, I mean, it's been a night like same thing with her like trying to get approved and it's been just a nightmare so what happened with us at fox is since fox used to own us and then sold us to disney and then sold us to sinclair sinclair Mm -hmm. um fox for some reason reported that none of our income for the first three quarters of 2019 so like me and you know 30 other people got denied for unemployment because they thought that we made no money (laughs) yeah so so what happened with that? Are you going to sue them? I had to, no, I had to protest. Like, so okay. I just, I literally had to go in, get my W2s um, and download every single one of my old pay stubs from that time period and do that and submit yeah. and write like a formal protest letter, do all these different things. And now it's out of my hands. Yeah. So eventually you'll be seeing some money coming in. Hopefully, you know, who knows, but. And hopefully they back pay it. So whatever they owe to They you. do. Yeah, they do. Um, I'm hoping too, because I feel like three weeks, like what am I supposed to do? Just sit right. inside and yeah. pay my fucking rent and then what? <laughs> you you know? 
<laughs> you become a little prostitute, AJ. There's only seven people in my building, so I could probably <laughs> do it pretty low key. Turn some tricks easy. Um, <laughs> what's like the so? What are you aside from just like going around and shooting? What are the other things that you're trying to do just to make? Because like you can get rusty as a shooter, you know. Oh, and, definitely. I, I mean, just having fun with you know a camera, walking around my apartment, really just messing around with my girlfriend, throwing it on the rig, making sure everything's clean, my stuff's packed up, ready to go. If God forbid I get a call in the next two months, mm. <laughs> but we'll see. And just, you know, staying sharp, watching movies that are always keeping you sharp with new ideas. Notes while you watch things? Like, do you, are you, Sorry? do you take notes like while you watch stuff? Oh, hell or? yeah. Take notes. Like, like what? Like if I see a shot, like for instance, if you see, I, I made a film recently and it's pretty much a complete ripoff of all of Godard's films because yeah. I just wrote down every right. shot that I liked in every one of his movies and I copied them completely on my short film, which is, you know, dude, it's more inspiration. I don't want to say I'm copying. Them, <laughs> no, dude, we all I was inspired about. by him and it, I would forget all of his shots if I didn't write them down. I, yeah. I'm the kind of person that needs to write down everything. Do you like go, storyboard or, or kind of like that? Or storyboard just... is bulletin, you know, bullet notes and what I really like about the movie. And, you know, I give it a grade usually. Oh, you do? Yeah. Just, you know, just stuff like that. And then at the end of the year, I can look and put it into like a potential best movies of all time. Yeah, because like, you always do release. Them. You release and, your list yeah. and everything. I really like those. Um, and you track everything that you watched throughout the year. And I always really like that. I, I, I'm guilty. I try to take mental notes and I'll like, you know, see a shot in a movie and I'm like, I'm ripping that off or I'm going to steal that. But <clears throat> sometimes what we, so much of what we do is just like see it and do it, you know, yeah. like on that Rivian shoot, it was a perfect example where it was just like everything we see, you know, is so cool. And that's well, the it. thing about that is too, like we're experienced enough to where we can go to a shoot like that and yeah. not have to have a storyboard. Right. You know, but you have ideas in your head of certain cataloging. Shots yeah. No, like you have it in your repertoire. Like you've been doing it for so long. Right. Oh, Kyle really knows how to fucking kill this one composition. You know, it's so yep. good, but yep. you don't have to write it down. You just know it. Right. And I think when I was coming up for sure, then I would always have to write shit down. Like we're mm-hmm. doing this shot, this shot, this shot. But when we were doing, I said, Oh, no problem. We're going to kill it. And yeah. I think it came out really well. So it did. I was really proud of that video. Um, cause there's so many good, <laughs> like, like an insane. Every one. shot is amazing. I know. You know, um, the other thing that I'm using, uh, just talking about like downtime, because so many of us have, have downtime right now is I texted you about it the other day is like, I was like, I'm finally going to build like my, kind of like AC, like DP back because working for a company like Fox, I just had the the ability to sort of like raid the supply closet all the time and be yeah. like, oh, BNCs, you know, uh, HDMI awesome. cables, like bongo, like what whatever I needed. And yeah. that's why I texted you and I was like, because when you pulled yours out, I was like, shit, I gotta, like, that's what I gotta do. And so yeah, like, for sure. like, what do you, what advice would you give, you know, kind of to anyone Who's listening? Well, for me, I would say I always like my stuff to look nice, you know? So like I right. see some ACs and DPs who will show up on set with tool bag and it's like 10 years old. There's a hole in it. It's duct taped together. It's falling apart. Yeah. It just looks messy. You know, right. you don't want to bring that in front of the client. So I always like when people have like Pelican cases or non yeah. cases, which are not, they're not that expensive and you'll have it for your whole life. Yeah. So you can get a really nice rolling one for 200 bucks. Yeah. That's, I was just like, right after that, I immediately went online and was like, all right, 
I'm looking at all yeah. these different ones. And then you ones. can put your camera and you can have like a smaller camera. Now they're yep. making all these nice cameras small. You can throw that in there too. You could have your camera kit and your DP kit or your right. AC kit in there. And it's so efficient. You know, I used to have three backpacks, a tool bag, and it just looked like amateurish. So. Well, and it's a great way to sort of like endear yourself to, you know, the DP or whoever on that project that you're working with. If you're like, I got this, 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 and this, you know, D taps, I got, like I got them all. I can just yeah. roll out. Once they notice that you put enough time into your AC kit to be there for when shit hits the fan, no matter what it may be, right. then they're going to keep calling you. And that's why I always say to always have a lighter in your uh, DP or AC bag, because if the, the director wants to smoke a cigarette and you don't have a lighter, <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's, you have to think of everything, man. Oh, that's a great, that's a great suggestion. <laughs> See, that's something you don't know unless you've been working on a lot of stuff. Like, yeah, that's a great tip. <laughs> Um, it's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's really good. Um, I don't know what I like. I asked you to, about some topics and stuff. Did you have anything that you wanted to talk about? Well, I, I just had a bunch of random things. Like I yeah, wanted to talk to you about, you know, that Wes Anderson's coming out with a new movie, mm-hmm. the French dispatch. And that got pushed from July 24th to October 16th. Yeah. Almost every movie is getting moved basically three months in the future. I'm surprised some movies aren't just biting the bullet and saying, hey, let's just sell this to Netflix, you know? Like direct-to-demand. I mean, some did. Like Some did, yeah. And that's why there's still new content coming to Netflix. Because yeah. people are like, hey, fuck this, we'll sell it. But I like I know that Wes Anderson would never do that. I would no, never do that, but... Although I would love him almost if he did, like, do a... a weird move for him. But if anyone were to like, he'd do it in a way that we all were like, well, that's all right. That's different. Like, you yeah, know what I mean? That's true. Um, yeah, that's, and, and uh, like the Disney services, they all have the ability to just immediately boom, it's on, you know, Disney plus or, right, yeah. and that like I mean, increases so there. Yeah. That's, I mean, these, these movies that are getting released onto, you know, Netflix and, and Disney plus it's, they're getting such an immediate bump because everyone's like, I, I was a person that didn't watch that much Netflix. And now I'm like all, I watch so much more now. Yeah. Well that Tiger King, yeah, Tiger I would King not have done thing. nearly as good no. if it weren't for everyone at home. No. You know, and everyone was bored and they got nothing right, to do. Yeah, it's funny as hell, but yeah, it's right. But it's, <laughs> I mean, and it's easily like, that's, it's almost like the key to a lot of things now is like, if you can make it immediately memeable, you know, right, where it can get reused on Instagram, people can turn it into memes, then it's going to be more successful. And you made a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it, uh, three people probably had like murder investigations reopened on them or something, but dude, that's, that's like the reality of that. But yeah, that's, I mean, a lot of movies are getting like James Bond a lot. And someone actually brought up an interesting point to me too, um, where they were talking about how like the Marvel movies are so powerful, you know, and mm-hmm. it's going to, because everything's being pushed back, it's like on their productions and stuff like that. It's going to change how a lot of the like future movies get made because, you know, guys like Chris Pratt, just for instance, or whoever, they're not going to be able to work on as many other projects because they're committed to these Marvel movies, you know? Right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I didn't realize the re- religion that is Marvel movies until a couple of days ago when I listened to the opening uh, soundtrack of the audience 
for all the for the entire movie for the opening weekend they recorded the live audience oh really and people are like going oh, fucking nuts <laughs> and i couldn't believe it i was like wow yeah you know it, I, it was people were crying and yelling it was insane. that's like the yeah right like when tony stark would get stabbed by thanos and people like oh, no you know <laughs> from the background i know i mean like that's you know it's movies like you i get it yeah I, I i definitely get it what's like a movie the theater experience you had or you were like yeah or you know like a got an emotional kind of outburst from you uh for sure every time wes anderson does slow motion yeah at the end at any scene in all of his movies right. and yeah. then i'll just be like get goosebumps and start freaking out what are the slow the wes anderson slow motion shots it's the end of rushmore and the rushmore the uh of, my favorite of, one is the uh World Tenenbaums with um, Luke Wilson walking out of the bus. Oh, meeting yeah, yeah. Margo. Yep, yep. And it's just like a slow motion kind of thing, and that's really cool. But I don't know. There's a lot of. There's a great one in uh, Moonrise Kingdom when Jason Schwartzman is walking in front of all the the troops. The campers, and they're like walking yeah. onto the boat. Like, yep. and the cool thing is too is that he doesn't tell them that he's doing slow motion. Oh, he doesn't. No. He never tells them. I, I watched a thing with uh, Jason Schwartzman and he's like, yeah, we never know when we're going slow motion. Really? Yeah. Wow. I never knew that. And he shoots on film. So that's pretty risky. Right. Yeah. You know? um, he definitely knows the, the crew. I'm sure like the AC and maybe a couple people on crew know what's going on, yeah, but sure. he doesn't tell the actors anything. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah. I don't even think he lets the uh, Robert Yeoman really talk to anyone about what they're shooting. Really? Yeah. Like, no, I'm talking about only the actors. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, like, obviously, the people on set know us. Sure. Uh, but, I mean... Yeah. Oh, I got to tell you something really quick. Yeah, yeah. You have your laptop right in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. You should look up uh, Jason and the Argonauts. Have you seen the, that? The old movie? Yeah. And yeah, then look up movie. the Harpies. Okay. Har- and ni- then type in 1963 Harpies after it. Okay. And then there's a little YouTube. Dude, I watched this little clip last night and I was, I took an edible. (laughs) (laughs) I was alone in my dark apartment watching this and it was freaky, man. It was so scary. Oh my God. And they yell like it's crazy. Like the harpies yell the whole time. It's wild. But I definitely think everyone should go out and watch Jason and the Argonauts. That is wild. Yeah, it's all stop motion. Yeah. It's fucking awesome, dude. You would love this movie. He's done a lot of great movies, but this is like a really famous movie. Oh, yeah. What's a, like, what's a, what's a weird, like, old special effects-y movie that you still love and still thinks holds up? Well, I think that uh, Terry Gillian... Terry Gilliam, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not that old, but he's he had a lot of good movies come out in the 80s. Like, uh, what's the one? Fuck. Oh, Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Oh, yeah? That? I'm not familiar with that one, now. Robin Williams is in it. And really? it's from, I think, 91, maybe 89 or something like that. But it's a fantasy movie, and all the special effects are, they're all practical, and they look pretty good. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Is that is that the one where the stained glass window... Uh, guy comes to life. Um, that might be a different one because that um, there's this YouTube channel I really like called uh, 
um, VFX artists like reacting to stuff and they, okay. they, they like fully explain and break down how they've done crazy VFX through the years. And that's like one of the episodes as they break down that movie that I was just talking about. It was like one of the first computer rendered animations that, that they ever did in movies. It's wow. fucking awesome. I highly recommend that YouTube channel. You would really, really like it. It's really What's fucking it called cool. Again? It's just like VFX artists uh, react. Uh, yeah. You'll they'll show up like whatever you search. Um, but it's really, really good. And I've learned a lot of stuff. Like it's taught me like a, a ton of importance of of like truly how important uh, both lighting and sound design are. In <clears throat> which I know is obvious, but like lighting correctly for like, there's this famous thing where they break down why an effect from the Pierce Brosnan, James Bond movie just looks like shit while he's like, he's like parachuting out of an airplane and then goes into like skiing down an avalanche. And they're like, look at the lighting. Like it's like bluish green lighting on his (laughs) shoulders. But then he's in like the middle of, you know, an avalanche, like the the lighting wouldn't match up. And so that's like really made me, you know, rethink kind of how to do all these different lighting techniques and like I've learned a lot a lot from it like you'll you'll pick up a lot when you watch it yeah I'm definitely gonna check that out I I feel like I have been using a lot of natural lighting for obviously anything that's your style too right that's definitely my style I mean if we're doing commercial work then obviously we're gonna use professional lighting but when you work on something with no budget then just a lot easier to like using natural lighting as Whenever I can. Yeah, it's like, it's definitely a decision that you have to make because I know a lot of DPs out there that'll just, they set, like, they might set up a little one shot, two shot, like it's going to be like a three hour setup and they're going to light the crap out of it with quasars and have like these big airy lights. But then they get into this thing where they're not getting as much content. You know, because, so like you, because you have to shift your setup so many times and, and it's and, so particular, you know, and right. I understand it if you're going to make like a feature film or something, but when you're doing, you know, work for a client and they, they're wondering why you don't have anything and it all looks the exact same. I don't know, it's kind of basic to me. It's right. seems like the old way of doing stuff. I think now you can get away with doing a lot more in the less amount of time, you know? Yeah. It's the more run and gun style. Like, like what we did look like, it could have been a $50,000, $100,000 yeah. shoot. You know, I'm not joking. Like at what we shot, it looked like a $100,000 shoot. Oh yeah. And that's like the thing that I, I like, I'll watch these movies and you know, when we use that Aerie, like we had an Aerie and, uh, or do we have the Alexa mini? So yeah, have? Alexa mini. Yeah. And like those Zeiss lenses and the ability, like the dynamic range and the ability to work with the different types of light you know, low light and show the, those true color gradient and contrast was one of those, like, it made me realize how when I'm even used to working on like a Sony FS7 or like an A7 or, you know, wh- whatever it is, like, I'm so conditioned to think that I can't do something. You know what I mean? Like, until you get one of those cameras and you're like, oh my God, like this. Well, just yeah, it just so- gives you like the confidence Yes, knowing correct. that yeah. your camera is going to be able to capture what your eye is looking at right now. Right. You know, and when you have like other, I mean, there's only a couple of cameras out there that can do that, yeah. you know, and it's the red, it's the Alexa's, mm-hmm. you know, the some, some cameras, yeah. you know, the black of the pocket black magic was a really nice second camera, yeah, but it's a good I can't even yeah. really 
it can't really come close to Alexa. No, it doesn't come close to the other one. But it's a good second camera. And I don't know. It's just one of those things that, okay, it's 55, 60 grand for a reason. You know, I wish I could get one, but it's... What's... You you just made me think of like an interesting question, kind of like what's your thought process in kind of the the A cam versus B cam kind of conversation? Like what what factors into it? Like when you think about it, well, the B cam has to be able to first of all have some of the same color grading or dynamic mm-hmm. range as A cam. Yeah. It has to look the same. You know, it can't. It has to look somewhat the same. If we were to do like a GH five and an Alexa Mini, right. it would be unusable. Yeah, footage. it just looks stupid. It's just dumb, and but you could get you know the Black Magic has a lot of dynamic range, and so right. I'm pretty sure it's a Super 35 or a 35 sensor, and it's 6K, you know. So you can that's pretty good backup camera. Yeah, you know? I mean okay. obviously we didn't have money for two Lexus mm-hmm. Minis, so right. I think that's pretty much what goes into the thought for me. What do you think? I that's I think you said it pretty perfect. Like I've seen people like don't get me wrong. Sometimes there's just budget shit. Like, and if you're like just starting, I think sometimes people can get a little bit too much in their head. Like, you know, where they're, it's like, sometimes dude, all you got is like, you know, a GH5 and like a 7D. And it's like, Mm -hmm. if you're good enough, you can make it work. Like it's not hard, hard roadblock. Like I've seen people that match, you know, cell phone footage and like make it look cool. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, I mean, I've seen everything. I've seen Super 8 cameras, super grainy film that just, if the story is good enough, if you know how to compose a shot, yeah, you'll just be able to make them, you know, suspend their belief and just enter the story. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't all have to be crispy animal planet, yeah. you know, or like right. whatever it's, whatever it is. But well, and it has a moment for that too. But I, I saw um, something on Reddit too that I, I had to, it made me think of you because it was talking about, um, like ACs and DPs relationships. And, um, it was this guy who was, he was like the focus puller and he's like, yeah, we had, I think their S-top was like 0.73 or something. You know? So they're like wide the fuck open. Yeah. And, um, he's like, yeah. And this DP and the, like the director or whoever, he's like, they'd yell at me like while we're doing these, you know, fast <laughs> tracking shots because like, I can't do it. And he's like, why the fuck are we doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was making me laugh so hard. Cause I was just thinking about like how tough, you know, like no one ever wants to give that credit. Right. Yeah. It's just one of those things like people are just like, yeah, good job. Like that's about it. But people and, don't, it, people don't know how hard it is unless they try it. What? And only some people can pull focus. Honestly, yes, I've seen people right. that can't pull focus. I don't know what it is, but it's like, okay, I understand like everyone's not going to have some breathing in their shots when we're, you know, running and gunning and everything. I've seen some people on set of like $50,000, $100,000 movies and they can't do it. And it's like they so get the yips or something. They're in quit, their equipment that they bring to set and yeah. they call themselves like an AC. And then, right. And then they get bitched at and they complain and, and then it's mutiny and it's, and it's like, they, they almost like get the, like the yips, like a pitcher, you know, where it's like, they're just like in their head and they can't, like throw, <laughs> they can't throw the ball over the plate anymore or something like yeah. that. Um, that's like the other thing that I think like people don't talk about enough too is, is like the creative decisions that can go into like when you're focus pulling, like for instance, yeah. we, one of those shots we did where it was just that guy walking. And then you had all the workers behind him 
and you racked like two of those workers and then went back. Oh and yeah, yeah. There's no right or wrong answer. Like you could right, have just stayed yeah. on him, but like what yeah. what was your thought process like while you were doing that? Well, I always say that you can't. You have to make yourself be uh, like invisible. So everything has to look supernatural. And my eyes wandered to those people immediately. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, I'm just going to not hesitate and just go for it. And a lot of times though, it's just try to stay low under the radar. Yeah. Like you don't want to do anything to mess up. Like, cause obviously the person with the camera is composing a shot. Right. And you don't want to really mess with that, you know? So it's very much a symbiotic relationship too. Mm-hmm. like knowing what, they're trying to do and what having be okay with, you yeah. know, and obviously we had a little bit of a wiggle room on that, on that shoot because we did shoot for three days. Yeah. So you could take a couple of chances and stuff, but right. I just, mostly I just try to lay low and keep whatever should be in focus and focus. You know? Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good way to like, it, I think I love that feeling too of like uh, when you did like some sweet focus pull or whatever and you know the camera op or whoever's like yeah <laughs> just doing that like oh that yeah really, really. it's the best I, I love that feeling so much like the because we it, had a really wide open lens when we were shooting the last shot of the whole time when you had the camera and the guy was flipping the, oh, the yeah yeah dude that was like Tough. I mean, a lot was, of it was I, whatever he used for the edit worked yeah, well, but I thought right. I was like, oh, I'm right on the edge right here. I don't know. <laughs> that was a tough. I mean, it was tough to shoot too, just to like yeah. track with this guy and be like, all right, there's endless creativity, you know, kind for of real, dude, with a yeah. moving subject, and you know, we're wide open and like whatever. Let's just kind of try to make it look cool. Yeah, no, it but worked the, out. I mean, the, the shots. I think he used two, yeah, two or three shots. Of like the the it's other good. one was just talking about we had a lot of conversations about jank rigs uh, <laughs> and the massive uh, dolly, Dana dolly track that we built that was about 12 feet in the air. <laughs> and, and we got safety uh, called on us and they brought <laughs> us over wild. the ladder because we, they didn't like us standing on the table and uh, <laughs> doing all that. But it was a crazy rig. Like it worked, you know? We did a tracking shot. Well, of, man. It was flawless. It was like these, you know, like blueprints or floor plans or whatever they are, like laid, and we just tracked over it, and it looked badass. Nick was using like a pole, like some like hook pole. We had, use. yeah. There was uh, so there was two twelve foot tracks on, yeah, fully extended C stands. And a bunch of arms that were kind of used <laughs> as, uh, you know, like tent poles, basically support systems. Yeah. And then a boom pole with a little lever on it that yes. Nick used to <laughs> yeah. push it back and forth because it was so high in the air. It was a crazy rig, but it worked. Oh, it was, got the shot. That was epic. That was a great last shot. Too. It was too. Yeah. Um, did you have any other topics you want to talk about? No, not really. You know, I just wanted to you know, say what's up and catch up and shoot the shit. Yeah. Now that we're probably stuck inside until the end of the month. Did you see that? Yeah. It's, it's the 30th now. I got that on my phone today and I was like, I know. What? No. I know it's, I mean, it's, it's like, I'm trying not to freak out. I've been fortunate that my dad has hit me up every time he's gone to Costco and I've asked him to get me tequila and vodka handles <laughs> every time. Uh, and like, yeah. stay, I got an air fryer. Um, nice. and, uh, a slow cooker. So I'm just How's like going, the drinking been. I've been, uh, oh, putting a lot back. Just, yeah. oh, I've been like just <laughs> laying them down. 
Natasha's yeah, dad asked me how I had mowed through a half gallon of vodka in like two days. And I was like, don't worry about it, dude. It's, <laughs> but I, um, it, it is the last thing I'll say before we kind of like head out. I've been d- doing a lot of drunk editing. That's been my thing. Oh, so wait, yeah, I wanted to ask you, yeah, what have you been doing? Cause I know you're asking what I'm doing. You said you were droning. And <laughs> yeah. So I've been, I've been working on a thing and I get whatever. It doesn't matter. I can like tell it on here. Um, it's like, I want to make kind of like my own little Instagram slash, uh, like video to share. And it's just basically being like, I miss baseball, you know? Cause like baseball is supposed to be playing right now. And I fucking right. love baseball. I, I love like turning on a game and hearing, you know, just those sounds hearing Jim Price and Dan Dickerson on the radio or turn on, you know, Fox sports and, and seeing it in the background and barbecuing while I do it. And so I've been going around to these different empty baseball fields and just getting drone shots and, you know, bringing my camera and just getting different shots I think are cool. And I'm kind of just making a little, little project on that. Yeah, it should be fun. Have you listened to any of the reruns? Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I listened to a couple of them, but then it just got me sad. I know it gets you bummed out. I know that's the thing. Um, (laughs) but we do, yeah, it's, it's a bummer, but when I get drunk, I wake up and look at my timeline and I've added like five more clips and like cut up sound. And I'm like, man, what am I doing? Like I re yeah. Right. Like I show up on a shoot and they're like, this guy's really good. And I'm just like <laughs> shotgunning a white, like white claw. And then I'm like, hey, like give me this footage, organize my band. It's like that movie with Jackie Chan where he, Oh, the drunken master. The drunken master. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're the drunken editor. Yeah. No, that's going to be me from now on. I'm just going to become a really, uh, jaundiced out, uh, like <laughs> liver problem editor. And that's going to be it's been rough. I've been drinking a lot myself, a lot of beers, a lot of, oh, I, I drank like a whole fifth of maker's mark with two, with two <laughs> friends, social distancing outside. Yeah. That's been the fun. Right. I mean, I'm, I have been drinking a, a little tequila and key lime LaCroix, uh, mix while we've been doing this. Nice, I'll, I'll I'm drinking and, water like an amateur. See, no, I drink water all day in preparation. That's why I wake up. I, d- I take my emergency, my zinc pill, and then uh, <laughs> whatever holistic things Natasha bought. And then we just <laughs> d- spend the whole day doing stuff, edit, whatever, and then come back to it later when I'm drunk. The amount of times where I've woken up and, and recorded something like testing out my new mic. And I have like <laughs> five things that say like test one, test two, test three. And it's just, like, Hey, all right, this is cardio. And this is, the, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's, I mean, I'm trying to turn, we're, we're all trying to turn it into a positive. Yeah. I mean, everyone's trying their best. You know, some people are freaking out pretty good, but for the most part, I don't blame them. I think America has been doing pretty well. I hope so. I think, you know, Two more weeks might start cutting it rough, you know, oh, like we're going to see people really going crazy, but I'm trying to stay positive. And that's why I hope like anyone who's listening to this, who especially like does what we do, it's not like we're all going through it together. You know what it's I mean? It's not the end of the world. You got to make do, have fun, get caught up on things, get drunk and edit. But know? like reach out to like, I, that's one of the things too, is like reach out to us or like reach out to other people and like stay in communication about gigs and creatives like I try to always share like anything anyone works on I want like I know people put like their heart and soul into these different projects and you know it's about sharing stuff and keeping like the community of it going 
You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, we, we should definitely continue to do these. Oh, I, well. I don't see why not. I mean, we have another two weeks. We should do at least a couple more. Nothing to do, yeah. We can do a couple more. Um, you know, if anyone who listens to it and makes makes it to the end has some topics they want to hear, you know, talked about, or if you come up with anything, just let me know and, you know, we can break it down. Yeah, definitely. All right. Left we'll good. Maybe next time we could do it over a couple beers. Oh, my God. Don't tease me. <laughs> I'll have to, I'm just drinking water like a loser. <laughs> Don't worry. No one's judging you. I'm not judging. All of our fans are judging me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I think that was good. You ready to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up, man. I'll talk right. to you soon. Nice seeing right. you. Later, brother. Bye.